Welcome to Live Well Anyway. I'm your host, Mackenzie Kappa. On this podcast, I help you learn how to feel healthy, look good, and plan a life you actually like in the midst of all the everyday chaos. I'm so glad you're here. And this week, you guys, we've got Katie back on the show. It has been a hot minute since she has been back, and there has been a lot going on in her life, so we thought we'd do a little catch-up show today. It is mostly about things that are changing in Katie's life and big decisions that they've made and things that are happening, but also I share a little bit about stuff that has happened in our life as well. So it's just kind of a fun hang out with your girlfriends kind of episode. Grab a cup of tea or some iced coffee and join us for this episode of Live Well Anyway. But before we dive in, Of course, I want to make sure that you've gotten your summer brain dump Trello template. So if you want to get all of your thoughts down about summer, I mentioned this in last week's podcast episode, but you're going to want to do it in one central location where you don't have to be searching everywhere for all of the things that you've brainstormed and you've gotten out of your head so that you don't have to carry them anymore. And you want to have that, you know, like raw data to be able to plan your summer with. And that is what a summer brain dump does for you. So whether you are a work from home mom or you're just a mom in general who is juggling a lot, a summer brain dump can be the thing that makes a really big difference to your sanity this year. So go over to MackenzieCoppa.com slash summer brain dump. And I've got a complete Trello board template. It is very pretty and it's all detailed for you to have a guided experience of getting your summer brain dump done having all that information at your fingertips and it's completely free so again go to mckenziecoppa.com slash summer brain dump i would love for you to be able to get your hands on that try it out and see what a difference it can do for you all right without further ado let's dive into this episode with me and katie duckett welcome katie hi it's been a while it has, hasn't it? Yeah, it really has. It's been like me solo on the show, <laughs> I think since like my birthday. So it's it's been over a month. You've been busy. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. I have. Just and it been... seems like I was on a lot. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's session. So maybe that was, maybe it was good. Good little No, break. no, I think you're missed. <laughs> I know you're missed from this side every week, but I'm like, what am I going to talk about to myself oh, for the next sweet. 45 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> just has a different vibe when you're on the show oh that's nice so, well hopefully yeah. this one too we'll yeah. see yeah yeah I know because we need to do a little bit of a catch-up since it's been so long and there's there's a lot of moving pieces and right now just I mean just to give everybody like some perspective you're in the middle of graduation week for your oldest so yeah. that in and of itself and that's only one of the things <laughs> but yes that in and of itself is like huge. It is. It's huge. Yeah. It's really huge. Um, I mean, we've been done with school for a while so that it's not like we have um, presentations. Or, like we, It's none of that. It's just the march to the actual ceremony. Yeah. And, you know, the completion that that will be, the closure that that will be. Um, we have, it's official at that point. So yeah. we have his graduation Friday night and then his party Saturday. And then, and then that's it. Then we're, we're transitioned. Yeah. It's, it's pretty wild. And I mean, it's just got to feel so good for you having made it. Like you got one all the way through from all kindergarten to graduation. 
You did it. Did it. Did and you it. did an amazing job at it oh. too. Like so invested and so, I mean, I know there are a lot of great homeschool moms out there, but you, like you, you stand heads above the rest. Like you, you oh. made sure they had all the information that they needed. And like, he's so prepared for what he's going to go off and do. Mm, thank you for saying that. You know, I, I, as I've been looking back, you know, cause this is definitely a time for nostalgia and yeah. we, my husband and I actually give him his diploma on Friday night. So we oh. speak beforehand, you know, and it, um, so I've been thinking about like, what do I say in that transaction of actually like awarding him the diploma and acknowledging like you did it, but, but we did it. You and I together, yeah. we did this and just that so many of the the great adventure stories start with that leap of faith. When you really cannot see the end, you do not know how you're going to get there, but you feel like God is leading you to do this scary thing. And it was so scary for me to take this on. I just didn't feel qualified, patient enough, loving enough. Um, I just didn't think I could manage it. And it was scary, but I knew that it was what I was supposed to do. And looking back at that now, like you can just, I want to give myself like a hug and say Mm. like, like this, this is going to be such an amazing adventure. This is going to like, you will have no regrets. Do it. You know, don't hold back. Don't talk yourself out of it. Go for it. And I also look back at like the second grade math curriculum, (laughs) random thing to pull out. But that year we had tears every day, both of us. I mean, both it was rough. And I look at the end and there's like a quarter of the curriculum not done. And (laughs) I remember how that felt. I remember that I thought I failed. We didn't see it through to the end. And I was, I had scarred him for the rest of his life because of that I mean I totally remember those thoughts and the weight that you have of like (sighs) there is a lot that because you're making these decisions and you're in charge of the education um it's a mighty thing and it can take you down a spiral of feeling like you're in control and you really you're not God is in control the Holy Spirit does the guiding and the leading and my job is just to be that middleman that vehicle um but not take it on as if I have succeeded or failed based on results. You know, that, that is not my job. My job was just to be faithful and, and do it. And so now looking at him graduated, finished calculus pretty much on his own. All I did was grade this year. He, he asked me maybe three problems and really he probably preferred that he didn't ask because it took me so long and it was, so difficult for me to get to the place of being able to help that I think way quicker for him to do it on his own. And he did. And he was very successful at it. And so I look back at that second grade curriculum and just wish I could give perspective that I just in the moment of like, it's okay. This is a journey. It's a long haul. And not one little thing that you could do is, is messing him up forever. But in the moment you feel it and he's graduating with holes. He definitely has some holes. Um, Everybody does though. Everybody does. Everybody does. But I do know that he, if he needs it, he'll be able to figure it out. He's a self-directed learner. He's curious, 
those things are in place. And so I can let go. I can let go and not stare at the all the places that aren't perfect. I can just let go and be thankful for a job well done and a relationship with my son and time invested. There's nowhere I would have rather invested my, my life. And I'm just so thankful to be on this side of it, to, to know that it's possible and we did it and I'm, I'm glad for it. And so anyway, yeah, this is a big week and, Oh, it's just, it's a good feeling to get to this, to get to this, place and I've been telling him like this summer before you go to college like this is one of the sweetest times because from here on you're gonna have different level of responsibilities yeah this time period like soak it in live it (laughs) oh for sure and just like the dynamics between you guys will change so much when he comes back once he's lived on his own for a while like there's just that that difference and Uh I was watching, I follow this comedian on Instagram and it was really pretty funny of it. She was reenacting like what a mom of a kid who's just come back from their first year of college acts like. (laughs) She's like beating on the girl's door like, are you still asleep? Are you still asleep? And then like comes in and she's like, so, you know, I think you got home at like one o'clock last night. And as long as you're under my roof. Like, like doing all that stuff. And oh, it was just, it was cracking me up because there, there is that shift where you've had your independence, but then you're back with your parents and like, how does that work? You know? So yeah, there's a little bit of awkwardness. You've let them go, but they're home for the summer. You know, like it's gotta be weird, but I keep thinking he will be back. Like I'm not letting go ever. Our relationship doesn't stop here. It's, you know, this is the next chapter, but it's not over, but I can, I, I think this whole year I've been seeing this deadline, this, this, that's it. Then he's, then, then I'm done. (laughs) No, (laughs) I will not not be done parenting him. It just changes. It shifts, but we have a relationship that will sustain through that next chapter. And that's, that's everything. That's huge. Yeah. Well, and once you get through this, then it's like, and I know you're going to be all in on this. It's like getting everything ready to send him off, like getting all the dorm room stuff and like, you know, doing all of that. You're going to be a master at. But that's like, I feel like that's your next big project coming up. Mm -hmm. Well, no, I shouldn't say that. You've got a few projects in the works. I do. And, you know, I... So one of my sons is going to a hockey camp in Colorado Mm -hmm. and he's staying at the Air Force Academy dorms. So I had to pack him up for that week in a dorm room with the fan and the twin bed sheets and the laundry stuff. And, and then I have another son going to the Boeing internship that he did last year. He'll be gone for several weeks and living in a college dorm. So I'm packing like three dorms (laughs) up. That's a lot. It's really weird. It's like like piles. Like, okay, this is going with this one. This is going with this one. Okay. And then just trying to make sure they have everything they need. And But it's it's that's a weird feeling. And all these yeah. twin seats. <laughs> like, yeah. We don't have twin beds. We don't. It's just, it's it seems so small for them. And they're yeah. tight. Like, their feet are going to be hanging off. But, you yeah. know, that's not my problem. I just have to make sure right? they're with Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree. So one of those things, though, like, so Jack 
heading off to college, but here we are in June and you still don't know where he's going. And that feels like a crime. (laughs) It's really tough. It's really tough. Well, he's narrowed it down to two. And um, this all comes down to basketball. If this only came down to academics, we'd be, we would have been set in January. But this is coming down to basketball. We had to wait through the transfer portal closing at the end of May. And any day now, he'll hear where there's a spot for him. And that's where he'll go. So we we're down to two. We've done everything on our end that we possibly can do. And now we just wait. I hope that we know before graduation for his own sake to have closure. You kind of want to know what that next chapter is going to be. But it's just one of those things we have to stay submitted to because there's nothing else that we can do. Just waiting and waiting can like it can just kill, you know, if yeah. you perspective on waiting and purpose in it, it is extremely painful. So we have just been doing our best to keep on the healthy side of it and trust that God has a good future and he will open the doors in his timing, which is not ours. It is yeah. not our timing. Yeah. <laughs> he will. He will. And um, we can just let go and not have to have an answer by this date or this date. Because I've said a lot of those arbitrary dates. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, okay. So, yep, we're still still waiting. Still waiting. Yeah. I mean, I remember when it was like, okay, in March, we'll know. Yeah, we were supposed to know by the first week of March. And then things got pushed. Just the rosters weren't set, weren't sure. And then it got pushed past April, got pushed past May. And then we knew that the portal closed the end of May. So we were hoping for June 1st. But, yeah. uh, and it's, what is it? The 6th. Yeah, still don't know. So hopefully any any day now, um, the waiting will come to an end. And he's going to be thrilled either way. He has a great opportunity both directions. And um, it'll just be so great to know. And I've yeah. got like a... I've got like a banner at Walgreens ready to go. No. Either way, I just need to know what school I'm putting on it. But yeah, I've done everything I can do (laughs) down to that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It'll just be fun when he can finally like fully invest in wherever he's going. Because I remember, I mean, graduating and then a week or two later going to my orientation, like my three-day orientation at my college. Wow. Yeah. So it was like you you just want to be in that space of being excited about where you're going. And and there are so many opportunities now where you can connect with people on social media from the school that you're going to. Like, I I don't know how much of that he'll do, but it just feels like there's so much when you can just be excited about where you know you're going. Yeah. And he's in both schools groups, social media. Oh, groups. okay. He's already there. <laughs> He's already there, but it's very, like, you're divided. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, and one school has our superior dorm rooms and beds. And and so he's, you know, creature comforts. He kind of, and one school has better cafeteria. And, like, he just needs to commit so that he can not have this dual. Yeah. um, He can just be all in. All in and start really planning, and um, but he has health forms due. It's about time to register for classes at both schools, and so he's just like, ah, yeah, no. 
Oh, that's so hard. It's painful. So hard. It really, it's really tough to have so much about your future, like out of your control, you know, yeah. it's where he could meet his wife, his best yeah. friend. You know, I mean, there's a lot riding on the college choice. Um, it defines your future in a lot of ways. And it's sort of something he has to just submit. Yeah. Oh man. I, I know. That's so hard. I feel for him and yeah, for I you. Know. And as a mom, you just want to fix it. You know, you just want to like, who do I need to call? What do I need to do? Let's get on top of this. And there's just, I, there's nothing that I can do. And so yeah. it's a tough place to just sit. Yeah. But it's, I mean, I've seen a lot of growth coming from that. I, I would say for him, for sure, maybe for me, <laughs> no, I don't know that I played as well, but I, I definitely see it maturing him. And in, in the waiting, he has continued to work so hard. He's not just totally mm-hmm. yeah. to here he'll engage he is pushing himself like I've never seen he's gained weight which I think is all muscle wow um, I think he's a half inch taller college three like he's he's ironed it out he really needed to be stronger to make that work and he's I mean he's got basketball every day for multiple hours and weightlifting and then the nutrition component and so he is actively preparing himself for whatever gets him but yeah okay ladies we are going to take a quick minute to hear about one of our sponsors athletic greens you guys know that i've been taking ag1 for a little over a year now and i feel like i'm borderline addicted to it because it just makes me feel so much better it makes such a difference in how i feel on a daily basis but i also feel like it has that cumulative effect on my health over time that has been making a huge difference I originally gave AG1 a try because I was comparing a lot of different greens and vitamin drinks and wanting to find the biggest bang for my buck, like the one that was going to give me the most benefits and the most packed into it. And from everything I looked at, there was just no question that AG1 was going to be the drink that I wanted to go with. I was really looking for something that was going to help give me better gut health, increased energy, support my immune system. And I wanted to do it kind of all together. Like I always loathe having to take all the different pills and all the different supplements, being able to get it all in one shot just felt like an amazing deal. And I really have gotten all of those things from it. I take AG1 in the morning, usually right after my morning coffee before I'm about to get down to work. So I've moved it up a little bit earlier in my day because I've just found that the energy support that it's giving me, along with how much better I'm able to focus and really stay on task and be more productive when I've taken my AG1 in the morning has made such a difference. It makes me feel unstoppable. Like I am completely ready to take on the day and all of the stress and everything that we have been dealing with lately. It just makes me know that even though maybe I'm skirting some other areas in my life where, you know, maybe I'm adding in more pastries than I should, at least I'm making sure that I'm covering my nutritional bases by taking my AG1 every single day. And it's just so simple. It's kind of a no-brainer, but to do it, I just mix one scoop of powder into my water once a day, take it down, and I feel amazing. It's such an easy habit that's packed with so much goodness. I mean, it's 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients of the highest quality that give me all of these major benefits. 
So if you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash livewell. That's athleticgreens.com slash livewell. Check it out. And, and you're doing all of that and all of that prep work that you've been like gearing up for all year and like you're thinking about all that stuff, preparing for the graduation and also your mom's retirement and like, but then you're just, just to throw one more thing in the mix. Mm-hmm. You want to tell what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are moving. We're leaving Washington and we're moving to Indiana. Yeah. yeah. So my best friend is leaving. Roman's best friend is leaving. It just is. It's a lot. It's a tough one. It's a really tough one. And it's, that's probably been in the works since March. Yeah. Yeah. March. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, you know, you and I, we've had some time to process this, but it's just been, um, it's not been an easy transition to make for, for the people here, my yeah. family friends. It's, we are very rooted. Um, Scott is born and raised here and, you know, we've just, we've been here for mm-hmm. 20 years, married couple, and it, we have a lot of roots. And so there's just a lot of roots to pull up and it's a very painful process. Um, we are excited about what we're going toward, but it's kind of hard to let that out because it's a painful transition for anybody not involved in our immediate family. So it's, it's very hard to know how to feel and how to just move through this well to end well. Um, it's, it's been challenging. It's really yeah. been challenging. And I don't know that I've, I've done it well, but I've definitely are you kidding me right now? Well, I mean, I wish I, I wish there was a handbook. I wish there was something that said like, this is what you do. This is what you say. But if I share things with like with my family, they want to know, but yeah. then they don't want to know it. You yeah. know, like it's just yeah. this very complicated. So if I don't share things, then they're very mad. And if I do share things, they're relatively silent, but they have to, know. you know, it's just like yeah. this weird line you're kind of constantly walking of like, all I can do is, you know, be honest and compassionate and patient. And those are kind of my only moves here. And I think that you have been. I think that you have been so gracious through this whole thing. And I mean, my wish for you for a while has been that you'd be able to step into the excitement of it. Because as heartbreaking as it is, to have you guys going and almost, and I think that we've talked about this, but almost more so for me, it was having Ben leave. And right now when both the boys finally have their licenses and they could finally see each other more. And then it was like, it was, that was going to be severed. But hearing from you that Ben was excited helped me to be like, okay, well, if they are all excited about this, then I want to get behind you guys and support you in that excitement. And yeah. in the reality of it, like you and I don't see each other that often anyway, mm-hmm. as 
hard as that is, like I like the comfort of having you closer and having my person who can come to court with me. And, you know, that's hard to like be like, okay, I'm on my own, you know, but you've served a lot of years in that role. And so like, I just will still, we've said and that is my dearest hope that it will continue just like we Marco Polo every morning. And, you know, hopefully that will carry over because that's not something that is changed by where we live, you know? So, and even though we're in the same city, we are on opposite corners of the city. So we, like you said, we don't live just a couple blocks away and it's just easy to pop over. We really have to plan it, think through it. Um, one of us is going to the other side of town or we're meeting in the middle. It's not been an easy thing. And so yeah. a lot of the bulk of our relationship really is online. So that yeah. part I feel confident about like, that's, that's an easy thing to maintain. And, um, and I think my family, my sisters, they'll, they'll get there. They just, I live very close to one of my sisters, but we don't see each other all that often. You know, yeah. we have she has five kids. I have five kids. We are busy. Yeah. And we don't overlap too often. But for her, it's the idea that she could. Yeah. It's the idea that one of yeah. my boys growing up. And, you know, it's those little things that are being taken that are so painful for, for everyone. And I, I definitely, I get it. And I ache as well. Um, but I know that God is opening a new chapter for us, which means he's opening a new chapter for everyone here as well. And it's all going to be okay. At this yeah. point, I think we just need to go and yeah. get to the stage so that, because this has been the slowest yeah. off ever. It's just, yeah, it's been a really long runway. Mm-hmm. And that adds to the anticipation of it and these end dates, you know, and so in this month of June, like, when June 1st happened, I just felt a weight settle like, oh, here. Oh, we're here. We're here. Yeah. So, I'm retired. Jack graduates. We leave like this is all happening this month. And it's a lot in every it just seems like every day brings new opportunities to feel heavy emotions. And whew, it's yeah, exhausting. This process yeah. is really it's a lot. And in so in these two months that we've known we're leaving, um, we've been readying the house and um, and Scott feels strongly like what can we leave behind? Like let's only yeah. take no we want to move into this next chapter. Let's not take baggage, like literal figurative. Like let's not do it. So we went through every book in our house, including all the homeschooling materials that I've accumulated over the last thirteen years. Yeah paired everything back to what I truly want to keep, what I no longer need, uh, what's trash. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We did it with our Christmas boxes, every holiday box, uh, all the decor, all the frames that are in the garage that I've, you know, I mean, furniture, there's just, there's no drawer in my house that's not been um, evaluated and cleaned out. So which has to be liberating it. Well, it is. It's like, I'd like to live this way all yeah. the time. Things that you have around you are deliberate. They're not clutter. They're not just paperwork you don't know what to do with or mm-hmm. you didn't put away that you should have. And then that becomes like a pile on the chair. Does everybody have a chair like that in their bedroom? Oh, or <laughs> I do. Right now, well, I was trying to get my 
house ready for an appointment that was going to be here. And I had to have like every room ready except for my room. So my room became the dumping ground for everything. I was just saying to my mom last night, like, where did all of this crap come from? We didn't own any of this five years ago. (laughs) Like, where did it come from? How quick it happens. And now that our house has been on the market and we're showing it, to keep it at that level, like we were just talking about the other day, it's insane. There, yeah. you can't take a second off. Not with five yeah. kids and a, and yeah. a husband. There's too many of us here, and all it takes is one person leaving one thing out, like and then ice cubes on the floor. Oh my gosh, is that the best? <laughs> I love well, him. because so Katie was gonna have Ben, seventeen year old, check on the house, make sure it's in good shape. Well, he was the last one out yeah. before a showing was coming. And I I thought I might have time to get home and just like, you know, just double check everything, but I wasn't sure. So I told him, when you leave, turn around, like physically turn your body around and look and think with mom eyes, like, is this, is it perfect? Is everything in place? And he's like, okay, I got it, mom. And he called me after he left. He's like, mom, don't even worry. It's perfect. I went through everything. <laughs> great and so I got off the phone I was like yeah I'm going home yeah. <laughs> he's too confident I don't know yeah. I, I don't know I just I don't know and I'm so glad I did because yes there was stuff um in his mind if the hand towel is hung up it's good in my mind no 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 there's a yeah. right way up in a wrong way and he had it hung long what the length side through the hook through the Oh, uh-huh. and it, and I'm it was not even sure how you do that. How do you even do that? Right. How do you <laughs> even do that? But it was hung up in his mind. And then yeah. the shower curtain was like billowed out and I like, okay. The toilet wasn't flushed and all I had in it was toilet paper from somebody blowing their nose, but it still, it was not flushed. Yeah. And there were ice cubes on the floor outside of the fridge. It was like, those will become puddles of water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what he what so it was just so funny to have um his side of perfection in mind and the house when you're showing it it needs to be you know my side yes but that's just a really high standard if you're truly the only one that sees certain things so it's nice well we sold it yesterday so it's nice to be on this side of it and just be able to like let my hair down a little bit and be like, yeah. you have to keep it really clean for the inspection and everything, but not that level of clean. Yeah. So, well, and it goes to show like, it's exactly what I've said about Mari Kondo's book, you know, the life changing magic of tidying up. She wrote that before she was married or have children. She was like on her own single lady. When you're the only one in the house, it's a lot easier to keep things clean. Like just last night, because I've been trying to have the house be pretty nice and like be ready for things and just like getting my life together. And I went to like go upstairs. The girls were getting ready for bed and I was going, this house was perfect when they got home. And right now there's a granola wrapper on the couch. The pillows from the couch are on the floor. Ellie's shoes are in the middle of the room. Her socks are on the other side of the room. Her little purse thing is in the other side of the room. Like, Eliana, come down here. Like, Yeah, like a tornado. Yeah. Of- if and- this is what you're going to do, you were only home for, you know, four hours before you went to bed. If this is what you're going to do, 
throughout the summer all day long, we're going to have a real issue. <laughs> can't, yeah, can't keep up work with out. you. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And I just, I, I don't want to be that person who's got to be so on top of it and kind of yeah. just a task holder of, but we did get it down to a pretty well-oiled machine. Like, cause we got some showings that would be like, just, you know, they're coming, but we're, we're leaving and they'll be here before we get back. So the house has to be left well and so yeah you know they knew their tasks they did them um and then I would just do that final sweep and it so hopefully like some of that becomes applicable like the making your bed making your bed well you know so there's no it's one thing to just pull the covers up it's another to make it well and so they those are the things I feel like we had to really push Mm -hmm. recently making sure garbages are emptied and just just living a little bit more tightly so I hope to carry some of that on just not the taskmaster that was was rough but in order to go through this process of like literally decluttering and letting go of probably 70% of what was in our house that's so crazy it is so crazy it really is especially given I mean we I can't even tell you how many trips we took to the thrift store I would say upwards of and probably at least 10 trips oh my gosh so much stuff we've let go of and then the other stuff is boxed and scott has a special skill i don't know if we've ever talked about this with um packing and it's like tetris he when whenever we've gone on a trip or packed the car like it is just his thing he is so good at it and he takes such pride in it our garage is so well organized, even though if you opened the door and looked in it, you'd be like, oh, I mean, you're obviously moving because it's moving boxes. It's so neat that (laughs) one of the people who saw our house commented on it. (laughs) I one of the men. So it's something I think men That's funny. Yeah. But so it's all out there. It's it's all out there, but it's contained. It's good. But in order to do this, like you have to look squarely at your story, at, at what's come before the wake behind you. Mm-hmm. You have to like grapple with it. You have to see it and feel those things. And like I was saying with homeschooling, like going back into the curriculum I picked for Jack, his kindergarten year and seeing like his little handwriting and his shapes that he cut the letter A and the alleg, like just seeing all of yeah. that, remembering who I was then and the journey that I've been on, not just in homeschooling, but it's been such a consistent part of our story. All yeah. The but the fears, the journals, all the things where I kind of poured my heart out, like to go back through those and determine what I keep and what I let go of and what I'm holding onto and what's a part of me and what needs to be gone. Yeah. Um, it's been a really emotional deep dive as well as physical. I mean, I think physically we're pretty exhausted because it's, it's been so much hard work. Oh yeah. But also the emotional side of it has been really good. And the sustaining thing for me through this, I know we were going to talk a little bit about books and some of like, just what's just a catch up, but I I don't even know if I've read, like I, before I go to bed, so like how I fall asleep, but I'm laying in bed and I'm out. Like I'm so, the day has done me in 
And that doesn't mean I'm sleeping all the way through. I'm, I have yeah. not been well, but I have been falling asleep easily. <laughs> so I have not been reading, but God has been so sustaining with music. It's just been something like I have some playlists that will forever be mm. this in yeah. life. certain songs that mean certain things. And um, I'm just so grateful for that, that as a collective, as a group, we have you know, just some really meaningful stuff. But then personally, one thing God has done that I don't think I've told you about this, but um, Scott's a drummer mm-hmm. and um, he has been using songs with really strong drum beats. It's like it's resetting a rhythm in my heart. Like when I start to fear or this, you know, we, we know we're leaving. We don't know where we're going to live. We're packing yeah. up our in our home and we don't know really where we're going it's there's a lot of fear involved I don't know I'm packing Jack up for college but I don't know where he's going um there's just so much that I can't see but I know that we are to go and so in that process that you know there's totally normal fears that just start to creep in and then it's like the the rhythm of the drums it just resets and I can Mm. like Okay, certain worship songs, certain things, and um, and it's just been such a ministering thing in the last couple of months, and I'm just so grateful for how God has just brought the right music, and um, it just yeah, it's just a sweetness about this time period that's been really hard. Yeah, I love that. I yeah. think that's that's so good, and even like going back to what you were saying about clearing this stuff out. You know, you came to a point, I remember a few weeks ago where you're like, maybe I just call it here. Like, I don't do any more. Like, just let it be what it is. I was like, oh, are you sure? Are you sure you want to do that? I think, you, I think if you just push through, like, you're going to be really happy when you get there. Yes. And- I, I'm going to be happy. It's like I gave myself a gift. Like, yeah. I really have let go of just so much and even um gifts from friends that are no longer friends like things like that that are have mm. emotional baggage to them yeah and you know I didn't know what to do with, so you just put it on the bookshelf and and this time I really took time to pray over like do I need this does this serve me in any way does it hold memories I want it to, is no I'm yeah. gonna get rid of it I'm done I'm moving forward with letting this go just all sorts yeah. of places and things in my life that those you know you you go there and you yeah. evaluate it and because we were so task driven and busy it wasn't like this overly emotional process that I would have I would never have done it because I would have thought it's too heavy I'm not touching all of that I'll just let it accumulate and I'll deal yeah. with <laughs> but when you're actually in the someday and you're just doing the next thing then it's just it's just a job it's just a task. And then the emotions kind of come in. But again, it, with the music, it just felt like I was able to be ministered to. As soon as those feelings build and you start to feel like that, oh, oh, oh gosh. Oh, like it would just settle. It was just a piece that would come back down with that rhythm of the drums would just reset. So yeah. It was just a really neat process how that worked. Well, and it's so freeing when you do let yourself let some of those things go. I mean, even some things that aren't even as emotionally charged, but just looking at things and being like, do I even like this anymore? Like, why am I keeping this? I don't even 
like this shirt or this book or this, you know, whatever it is to just let it go. It's so like, why, why did I feel or, or that something that somebody has given you or, you know, like I feel so much pressure to like safe, keep this thing because of them, but it's mm-hmm. my house and I don't even like this. Like, yeah. And truly, they won't probably know because it's yeah. not like they ask about that or they, it's a gift given. And yeah. what you do with it is your responsibility, not how they would feel. Like that's, that's exactly what you're saying right there. That's what I worked through of like, no, this is my life. This is my next chapter. Do I want the no? Then I, it doesn't yeah. serve me not keeping it closed. You know, after I had my colors done. 60% of my wardrobe gone because it was not in the yeah. right colors. So why would I keep it if it doesn't bring out the best in me? I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not gone. Yeah. Even if it was, even if it was something um, that I have some sentiment, well, there were a couple things I had sentimental value sure. to that I kept not to wear again, just, you know, for nostalgia because they yeah. mean, but the rest, mm-mm, poor sizing, wrong color, easy, gone. Yeah. You know, yeah. But- when you get in that mindset, it's really exciting because mm-hmm. you've heard back. It's clean. It's organized. You feel good about what you've kept. Like it's such a freeing thing to do for yeah. yourself. Yeah. And I think I got to that place even a couple of years ago where when people were handing things down, my mother, um, where she would want to like give me things that she thought I would want. And instead of just taking it all and being like, okay, you know, actually looking at the stuff and being like, but do I want this? Like, is this just her way of getting rid of it? (laughs) Like, to give it to me to get rid of? Because I don't want it either. Like, if you don't want it, I probably don't want it. Like, there's some things that have been nice or whatever. But I think I always had kind of felt that like, well, I better, I guess I better just take it. But actually looking at it and being like, Oh no, I'm I like I'll take this one thing, but I'm not interested in these other things. And then to also realize that like she was fine. She wasn't offended. She just thought I would like the stuff, but it wasn't like she was offended if I didn't take it. It was just right. but I had put that pressure on myself of like, oh, if she's offering it, I better take it, you know, and then what do I do with this stuff? And it was like, no, just say no from the get-go. Don't bring it in in the first place. <laughs> Yep. And that's often it. We attach so much more value than the other person. The other person is free of it as soon as they give it to you, offer it to you, gift it to you, whatever. They're free of it. But we attach value. And as I went through my stuff, I noticed how many things like were gifts given. It still had tags that never were the right size. And I have not been the kind of person that could be honest. I just say, thank you. Thank you so much for thinking of me. I would never want someone to know that it didn't work or that it didn't fit. And that is like a communication issue that I have. And like, I just was able to really look at that and be like, no more. If it doesn't work, I'm going to say, thank you. I need to return it for a better size. (laughs) Yeah. Why that's not offensive. The person wants it to work. Like it's yeah. me. Why, yeah. It's me. It's not them. It's me. So just all of those sorts of things too, of just looking squarely at myself and no, I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Or the, the one of the things that I've been facing lately is like, why am I not doing that anymore? Like things that I used to do that really made me feel like myself. Like, 
wearing earrings, which I know kind of what the catalyst was for not wearing earrings anymore. It was masks because I yeah. usually wear dangly earrings. And so I stopped because they were a pain in the butt to deal with with masks. And so I got out of the habit of wearing earrings and it just was kind of looking at myself the other day going, don't feel like myself. And it's it's all those little things of I've not been putting on jewelry anymore and I've not been doing my makeup quite the same way that I know makes me feel confident. Like I've somehow made myself so small to accommodate other people or other things. And I'm tired of that. Like I want to be just as big as my personality is and show up to life the way that I know I like to show up to life, no matter what other people think about it. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe it's because I'm in the last year of my 30s and I'm like staring 40 down the barrel of the gun. And it's just like, no, I'm I don't want to do that anymore. I want to be the person that I am. Yeah, I do think your 40s bring that like it's just I've it's heard. not that you don't care, but it's like you just don't want to waste time. Yeah. On you know, things things and feelings and emotions and guilt and like if you don't need to carry it, don't. Yeah. Yeah. But the forties do seem to to bring that out. Well, I've seen it happen with you. I've seen it happen with Shell. Like she's definitely gotten a little spicier in these last couple of years than I think she was before, which has been so fun to see. And as I have been in this like long drought of imposter syndrome and really struggling to show up just in my business because I'm so constantly thinking of how other people will perceive me, that it's it becomes such a roadblock that's unnecessary. And really trying to step into that place that it's really hard for me of like, if they don't like me, then they can move on. Like I, and it's it always interesting to me the people who feel the need to tell you. You know, like I had last week a gal reach out to me on Instagram who has no real perspective of anything that's actually happening in my life, but I happened to mention that things were really hard, and she just like dive bombed me with what a terrible person I was and how selfish and like whatever. And it, you know, it's always jarring to get those kinds of comments. And it was kind of like I had to look at that and be like, this is exactly what I've been afraid of, that if I show up, that this is people's response. Mm -hmm. And I had to just like delete the comment and block her because if you don't like me, why are you following me? But like really trying to embrace that, like, okay, but other people were here because I had another person reach out and be like, this is so encouraging to me because I know I'm not alone. And so like trying to let those things weigh more than the haters, which is hard. Mm-hmm. So but, hard. Yeah. And and hard. I mean, I know it was hard for you to just move forward because it, it sort of stalled you out a little bit. Yeah. Like That yeah. judgment. Yeah. That, that needs to be thrown off that yeah. not held on to. That's not something valuable to keep and, And just like trying to remember, then I'm not for you. If you don't like me, then I'm not for you. And that's okay. There's someone else who is. So, yeah. Yeah. But it's easier said than done. But go ahead. So much easier said than done. It's a hard practice and a discipline to not get sink because of it. 
it's a natural tendency to sink. It's not unnatural to fight it. Yeah. And that, okay. So that takes me to you and I've been talking about this a lot, but that we're doing battle. There's battle yeah. being done in our lives by just choosing to stand back up and to fight mm-hmm. against all of those kinds of things that are coming at us and completely different battlegrounds that we're in, but still linking arms in battle and knowing that we're, we're up against some things. And yeah. so then what do you do and how do you arm yourself and how do you engage and how do you not waste your energy on things that, you know, will, will suck you down. And so yeah. it re- reminds me of Hebrews 12, one, which is what we've really been kind of saying to ourselves right now. But um, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And we've just been thinking about that a lot about that's what we're doing. We're throwing off all the things that hinder and hold mm-hmm. us back. And the, the reason you do it is to run with perseverance, the race marked out for us. And that's what we want. That's what we all want is to cheer each other on, on that race yeah. in order to get there, like to throw off all of that old baggage, to, but you have to see it. You have to turn around. You have to look at it. You yeah. have to take it off the shelf and evaluate, do I need this anymore or not? And if you don't get rid of it, like don't hold on to stuff that doesn't serve you in the battle going forward. You know, it's going to take yeah. everything you've got. So you've got to get rid of all the stuff that you do not need. And that's just been such a good word picture for mm-hmm. me and moving through this time period um, that it's just the encouragement I think we've needed as we kind of pioneer our way toward Indiana, which is not yeah. where that people are flooding to right now. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> um, but it's where God is calling our family next and um, so I'm excited for whatever he has, even though I have absolutely no idea, really. <laughs> yeah. We're stepping into, or I did live in Indiana before I went to college in Indiana, um, my first two years of college. And so I, I, I have lived in Indiana before and I, <laughs> and you have family there. I have family there. My uncle um, lives in the same city that we're moving to and has been there for 30 some years. He's very rooted and um, my son Ash actually went out there early to get established on the football team because he's going into his senior year and he he really wanted to make sure he'd done everything he needed to do to to play football in the fall. And the seasons are different. It starts August 1st. Yeah, in, in, crazy. Which is way earlier than us. So they start practicing earlier. And so um, it was just something he needed to, he, he needs to be, successful in Indiana he needs to be on a football team and so that was important to him so we just we made it happen but um so he's kind of been our century he's been our our yeah (laughs) and it's been so good for him like he's just flourished being there that's been another kind of confirming Mm -hmm. thing for us is to see that for him it has been a really good move and doors have opened so quickly and so easily and um, it's kind of unmistakable, even yeah. for people who don't want to see it. I think yeah. want to bury their head in the sand a little bit and not believe that this is, this is a good thing. Um, it, it's, it's clear that it's yeah. been good. so makes me excited as a mom for him, but also for what it holds for the rest of us. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's I think that was like you said, it was a huge 
confirming thing to just see like, wow, he's taken off and he's blazing that trail for you guys over there. And that's been really cool to witness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has. And, and coming from his background and mm-hmm. um, the fact that, you know, he's able to leave Washington and leave all of his personal baggage behind. Yeah. Um, if this whole move came down to that, for him to have a fresh start in his life. Like it's worth it to me. I would do that as a mom over and over again for any one of my kids. But I think it'll, I think that it will hold something for all of us, but it's, it's just been really encouraging to see for him, the connections he's made, the opportunities he has and that he loves it. He just loves it. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're excited. We really are excited, but I just feel like I can't, I can't let that out in all groups, but I guess I'm saying it publicly here. We're, we're really excited. Yeah. And I'm just excited to see everything that happens because there's so much change, such a new chapter opening up for you guys to get to witness like, okay, what house do you end up with and how does it all come together? And I just think it's going to be really fun to see how it all develops i mean where will what will we be talking about a year from now you know on the show it'll just be so so cool that we'll be talking about jack coming home from college and you guys being established and ash graduating and you know like it's it's just it's cool to think about all of that it is and i'd really like a glimpse of that okay i I just want to see it so i don't have to yeah unknowns like i just want to know we will have a house. Yeah. <laughs> college. And <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah, I just love a little glimpse. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think even just like a few months down the road here, probably by the time school starts, everything will feel very different already. So not even a year from now. Yeah. True. It's so true. <laughs> yeah. And right at the end here, I'm just going to sneak in one thing like that's exciting for us that's happened. And looking at like all of the school stuff and everything is for Roman, which if you follow me on Instagram, then you've probably heard me mention this, but he, you know, he knows what he wants to do with his life. And he has just, I think, a vision for his life that not a lot of kids who are his age often have. Like he knows he wants to go into film. It is Everything that he thinks about, his world kind of revolves around all of it to the point where when he's talking to me about stuff about his camera, like I I have to like really fight hard to be interested and <laughs> invested in it. And there was, I mean, sometimes I joke with him. He was telling me something yesterday about like, I'm going to get this other thing that I'm a mount on this rig and like blah, 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 blah. And I just like crossed my eyes and stuck my tongue out. And I stayed that way for probably a solid minute before he finally looked up and saw me making this face at him like, oh my gosh, like... <laughs> This is all I ever hear about. Like, can you please just spare me for like (laughs) one minute and not make me listen to like what other things you want to attach to your camera? Like, I'm so happy for you, but I don't care. It's not your thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so I try to be patient a lot of the times, but that I was just like, okay, I've heard about you. You actually, if it maybe it had been the first time he told me about what he wanted to add to it, then 
maybe I was, you know, could have been even more uh, invested, but <laughs> it was like the third or fourth time I'd heard about it. So oh, I was just no. like, please stop. Um, <laughs> but he had this opportunity a couple of months ago, maybe just around a month ago, he was told that his teacher was nominating him for this internship at our local PBS station. And I guess they did sort of a pilot program this past year to work out some of the kinks. But going into next year, it's the first official year that they're offering this amazing internship. So he'll learn all the different software. He'll learn about lighting. And, you know, this is stuff that he's already been studying on his own. But getting into this internship, it's a paid internship where he will work at the film station like at least 10 hours a week. And he has to get out of school early in order to be able to do that. So I was just, we were really pulling for it. He did this amazing video. I'll post a link in the show notes that isn't just like him sitting in front of a camera being like, this is why you should have me in your internship. Like it is cinematic. He's got drone footage and like all this amazing stuff and music and whatever. And so we felt like he was a shoe in We knew that his teacher had nominated him, had written his recommendation letter, and had called them. So, like, it wasn't even just, like, other people who were applying and the person put in their recommendation letter. Like, he'd gone above and beyond to let this studio know, like, you really want this kid. But the date for when they said they were going to announce it came and went, and we didn't hear anything. And we were just like, seriously? Like, maybe, maybe it was just, you know... They just didn't have everything together yet. And, you know, I I just there's got to be some reason. But we got almost a week later and we hadn't heard anything. And he was starting to get really like devastated. But then mm-hmm. he went and saw his teacher at school who he he was he's just the guy who <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> he's the teacher who oversees the film club. He doesn't have an actual class with him and film club was over for the year. So he hadn't seen him, but he went in to talk to him. And the teacher was like, oh, my gosh, there you are. I've been trying to get a hold of you through, like, the school system, which Roman had not been checking at all. He of was like, you not. got the, yeah, of course not. He goes, you got the internship. And Roman was just over the moon. And, of course, I called right away the next day and was talking to his counselor, like, even got ahead of his teacher who was going to talk to the counselor because I had art when he was applying to this or to this program, I sat down and like looked at all of his courses that he had planned on taking for the next two years. And I was like, okay, this is how I think we can rearrange your schedule. And this is like how we can make this all work. And so they, I was just like on it, emailing everybody and getting it all done. And They were even like shooting questions back and forth to each other at the school district. Like, oh, he doesn't have the credit for this thing. And I was like, actually, I like copied the the course out of their course catalog with the course number and everything. Like he's taking this course his senior year. It will fulfill this credit. We don't need to worry about it for his junior year. Like I was doing this like on a Friday night, like hounding them all like, no, everything's fine. (laughs) We've got it covered. He's doing this internship. (laughs) (laughs) And so even like his teacher kind of mentioned like, oh, your mom got ahead of me. Like She was right in there. It's like, yes, I was. I wanted to make sure like all the I's were dotted, all the T's were crossed. This is going to happen. But it looks like it's all 
pulled together and he will get out after fourth period next year and he will just go up there for his job. And it's it's so funny to me, though, because the one credit they were like worried about, oh, he he hasn't fulfilled his CTE credit. And I was going, (laughs) okay, what is the CTE credit? So I went and look it up. It's career and technology education. I'm like, yeah. uh, why doesn't this internship fulfill that? Because he gets credit for it in high school, but he gets a work site credit. Like, oh. but this is literally about his career and it's all involving technology. But you're telling me that this does not fulfill that credit. Like, they were That's like, well, crazy. he could take the film class at school and get the credit. I'm like, <laughs> That doesn't make any sense, you guys. Oh, my gosh. So he's going to take a photography course his senior year and all will be fine. But I just was like, how? Sometimes the red tape, like, it just doesn't make any well, that, sense. That's just dumb. Yeah. Right? I mean, that just yeah. doesn't even make sense. It's literally his career. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> Whatever. But yeah. And then we ended up finding out that a friend of ours knows somebody who's like involved with the program and had known for weeks that oh Roman my got gosh. And oh my gosh and here we were like freaking out going oh my gosh like did you uh, how could you not have gotten it i just don't understand but um no worries Do you know how many applicants there were we don't they were only accepting up to 10 but we don't even know how many are in the program we only know that he oh, was oh wow so, oh, it's just so exciting. Yeah, he's the only one from his school. And because it's this, you know, like the first time they're really doing the program, he's the first person from LC to ever do it. Oh, wait, I'm going to go back and I don't want to say that. He's the first person from his high school to ever do it. And so it's, yeah, it's just like super exciting. And the uh, high school vice principal, who people are not like, usually the biggest fan of she got involved with this whole email thread that I was on and I of course like proud mom moment I was like you guys I'm shamelessly going to put the video right here in case any of you haven't seen it because I think it's pretty awesome and she actually said oh can I put this in the parent newsletter (laughs) and so she you know she may have called him Ryan instead of Roman (laughs) in part of the parent newsletter (laughs) but She did post the video, so that was kind of exciting. Oh. And, you know, I don't know how many parents actually read her emails because you have to scroll for like 10 minutes to get to the bottom of it. They're ridiculous. But it was in there. Nonetheless, it was in there. Oh. And so, so special. Yeah. So proud of him. Yeah. It feels like, I mean, he even like went and filmed at a concert last week where somebody from his school that had a band knew that he was a film guy and contacted him and was like, hey, would you come? We know you're into film. We would love you to come and like film our band. And so he went that's to this cool. like facility downtown that's pretty well known for like concerts and everything. And he got to film. And so it's cool to see him actually like making some traction and becoming known for this. You know, it just feels like it's he's just, he's really getting started. Like his Mm -hmm. life and his future is really starting to begin. Absolutely. And this is stuff that'll look, yeah. And it'll look amazing like on his college resume because he wants to go to film school. And, you know, it's just, it just feels really, 
really awesome to see it all falling into place for him because he has a lot of hard things in his life. But to see these pieces coming together, like this is the stuff that's going to matter for your future. So, well, and with how much he has had going on and the the ways those things could have derailed him from passions and pursuits of like, I'm just so proud of him of what he's overcome to be here right now doing what he's doing is it's remarkable. And you've done a great job keeping that passion and fire alive for him and giving him opportunity and helping him have what he needs to be like the best version of himself right now. Oh, well, thank you. Well, it's true. And I just, I'm just so thrilled for him. Yeah, it's, it's really exciting. And especially lately, he's been having like a lot of hard things. And there was a point like I think last week where he was like, oh, everything is going wrong in my life. It's so awful. And I was like, hold on, let's not forget. (laughs) You just got this internship that you have, you know, like been dying for and it's the perfect thing. Like, let's try to hang on to the amazing things that are legitimately happening in the midst of all of the really hard because there is some really good stuff that is happening that is like, for your future that you can be excited about. So let's like keep our focus there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing with teenagers too. It's like so many big emotions. Yeah. So in the moment, it's really hard to not, well, just to have perspective. I think yeah. that's where they do still really need us. You know, yeah. it's not just, it, it's so easy to lose sight of when your feelings are big and they're really yeah. big. It's hard to just, level it down. No, those feelings will pass. Those feelings aren't forever. It's yeah. It's okay to feel big things, but you just don't want it in a vacuum. Like you need to have perspective of it'll pass. And gosh, yeah. for me too. I'm saying that and I'm like, man, I, I know big feelings lately. Yeah. I have like it's they're not the truth. They're yeah. they're indicators. They're telling me something, but they're they're not the whole story. Yeah. Well and uh- to at the same time, I think I'm sure you experience this too, because we have kids in such like an age range that you get like the other ages perspective on it. And yeah. Ellie has just been full of these one liners lately where I'm just like, oh my gosh, you are so hilarious. But like Emerson, my preteen this morning was all annoyed when she got out of the car this morning when she was going to school and she gets out and I'm just like, oh, it's such a joy when she gets out of the car like that. And Ellie pipes up from the back seat and she goes, kids, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) You're so weird. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) so I've got her like always we were just driving along the other day and just out of nowhere she goes suck it up Karen and I was like what who are you even talking to (laughs) like for some reason she was thinking of somebody in her head who really needed to suck it up in their life and that was her response or the other day she told my mom like my mom figured out how to do something and she goes oh my baby's growing up (laughs) Oh, it's so strange. Oh my, yeah, she keeps it like she she's got. She's always been that way too. She's always been. Oh, just funny, funny, funny girl. She's my little comedian. 
And she knows it too. She knows it. So, (laughs) anyhow, on that note, I guess we'll wrap it up for today and we'll have to come back for another episode where we talk about some of our favorite things for summer, but we'll save it for another one. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe by that time I'll be like, I'll have books. Maybe you'll be reading again. Very little. Yeah, I hope so. I did sleep last night with the house oh, good. yesterday. Yeah. And it, it really did feel like a weight lifted. And I did sleep last night. And I went for a walk today. Like, it just, I feel like I can kind of start moving back to, yeah. to sleep a little bit. A little bit less, like, in that survival mode and things yeah. starting to settle out, getting some answers. Because there's been so much up in the air for you guys to just have some answers has got to feel amazing. It really does. And it like, I, I really just submitted it all. Like I didn't have to have them, but it feels like yeah. such a grace to start to have them, to have them. Oh, come yeah. Cause you, you feel like, am I always going to be like, is it always going to be like this where you just have no idea anything yeah. and no or anything yeah. <laughs> marching down to, you yeah. know, these dates, but. Yeah. I've been there a lot. Yeah, you have. Yeah. You have, for so sure. I'm glad you're starting to get some answers. It's exciting to see. Yeah, me too. Very yeah. thankful. All right. Well, I'll talk to you again soon. Okay. All Bye. right. Bye. All right, that is it for this week's episode. As always, you can find the show notes by going to MackenzieCoppa.com and clicking on podcast. You can also, of course, swipe up in whatever app you are listening to the podcast on and access all the notes right there. Before you go, if you would love more of what is happening here, I would love for you to hop over to our Patreon, where we would love to welcome you into the community. I do three lives a week, plus you get all sorts of extra benefits, like a digital planning tool every month, mini casts, a book club, all kinds of really fun extra goodness, and it's only for $5 or $8 a month, depending on which level you choose. So it's super affordable, and we would love to have you get in there with us. So come over to Patreon patreon.com slash live well together. You can find out all the details there. We would love to have you. I hope you join us soon. Patreon.com slash live well together. All right. Until next week, ladies, I hope everything is going fabulous in your life. And until then, go be bold and gracious.